Welcome, Sacramento soccer fans, to a special edition of the State of the Republic podcast. It's a part of our week before the final game uh, special, right? We started off with uh, Roro's interview. And if you haven't heard that one yet, please go check it out. It was really awesome. Uh, but before we get started and introduce our special guest tonight, uh, let me go ahead and introduce Sharon here on the show. Welcome, Sharon. How's it going? Hey, yeah, everything is going great. What a good day. So we're recording this on Thursday. And just so you know, we had a nice little send off for our squad as they head to Louisville City for their first, uh, you know, regular league match. Um, so so that was pretty cool to see them off and wave goodbye and kind of, you know, get a little choked up because, <laughs> you know, we're saying we're saying goodbye and we won't see you again till Orlando if you're going to Orlando. Otherwise, you're not going to see him again until the 10th of September when, you know, we have a home mate, home match against Loudoun. Yeah, it, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Uh, it, it's crazy, right, how long it'll be and how long they'll be over in the East. But hey, we're really excited. Shout out to um, Heather, Heather Sims. She's going to be, it looks like she's taking a detour off her bike trek to go to the match in Louisville City. Get that. That's going to be awesome to have at least one fan there. I think somebody else was going to be going to that match, but I know Heather will make it really fun for everyone. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, shout out to Heather as well. I know she went to the game against El Paso, I believe, earlier in the year, right in this season. So, hey, this is why I always say that we always have someone from Sacramento at any away game, and that that's what makes us – uh really special team here in the usl all right well before we introduce our special guest uh just uh, some quick reminders uh first things first uh soccerpod.com is our official website so if you haven't checked it out yet we invite you to do so it's there where you can actually also listen to all of our episodes and also find out a little bit more about us and send us a voicemail with your thoughts on anything going on or if you have any questions as well feel free to do so there and uh, we may be actually uh, replaying them on a future episode or on a live show so uh, feel free to do that and you know you might be on the show sometime also if you have not followed our instagram page yet and i say that in particular because we are going to be doing multiple live shows please go give it a follow you can find it at state republic 12 um just once the week of the Open Cup happens, which is Labor Day, uh, be prepared to actually see different lives at random moments, not really scheduled out uh, aside from our town hall that will happen on Tuesday. But on Instagram, we'll just go live just to show y'all how things are going as well. So check it out at State Republic 12. And I do have, and I, I mentioned it before, right, an ambitious goal of reaching 300 followers. And I think as of right now, we're at like 225. So Help us reach that goal of mine of 300 followers by the time that the game starts. So, and, and when I say game, I meant, of course, the, the cup final. So I, I think it's doable, but uh, help us share it on your stories and encourage your followers to check it out so they could tune into all of our live shows. So on the podcast, for the first time, we actually have a fellow fan uh, from another podcast uh, from a rival of ours, and we're really excited to be able to find out a little bit more about Orlando because, as I always like to say, what better way than someone who actually supports the club to describe their team than us from afar? So, 
Uh, let's go ahead and introduce Eddie from the Orlando Lions Den podcast. Welcome, Eddie. Thanks for joining. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. Nice to nice to be uh, invited, discuss this huge match for both of our clubs. So I'm excited to, to, to chat with you guys. Yeah, well, we're excited as well. It is going to be a big game. And as you just mentioned it, right? I mean, none of our clubs have ever won this uh, tournament. And there's a lot at stake. And we, we know it's going to be a, a good time on, on Wednesday. A good time. It's going to be a freaking rivalry, dude. This is going to yeah. be after watching you guys destroy Seattle last night. We all watched the match, right? Because we're trying to oh, get, we're trying to get smart about all your players. Yeah. Oh, your designated players. Thank you. You know now. <laughs> so, yeah. what did you think about last night? Was that not amazing? It was. You know, if you you watched that, we the XG said it too. It was three to point fifty four for Seattle. Seattle, I mean, that, that free kick, I, I went with my wife. I sit on the east, like where it says Orlando on the stadium when you look at it. I sit like in the, the O there. So I'm like right at the 18-yard box where Rusnak scored. I told my wife, he's going to go in. This guy's really good at these. And then um, and then she's like, nah. And it went in. She looked at me. She's like, I'm like, I told you. I'm like, I'm not going to be down. I'm like, but we got this. Because we, we were creating, Orlando was creating chances throughout. That was a worldy goal there. And then they got a garbage goal. That was just... That was just stupid, the second goal. But I felt like Orlando was creating chances throughout. And um, all year, all season, it's been an issue with scoring goals. But I felt like we had a lot of B-team players, a lot of backups um, starting this match. Or you could say the front three were all backups. And um, we're still creating chances. So I, I felt good about – I felt like we're trending. It was a continuation of the recent trend. We're trending in a positive manner. And then – and then I think that the last goal was a bit lucky, but it was deserved. <laughs> it, we should have. They, there was a, a header that there's several. I think we could have had three goals off of headers. It should have been five to two. So forget Seattle. But, <laughs> but like, look, Seattle, I know it rains there every day, whatever. <laughs> like I was, we're waiting around for about two hours. My wife fell asleep at halftime. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, and I know Seattle, you guys are used to the rain, but Orlando does not lose very often when it's a rain delay or lightning delay or there's rain for some reason we play well in that so it, it was ironic to beat the, the rainy seattle sounders in yeah. the rain <laughs> so interestingly enough you know it was to our benefit that the game did get delayed so that we could all watch it in our prime time because you know mm -hmm. we were a little bit busy uh last night but anywho to be able to see it and and experience everything that you experienced, including the one that looked like almost an own goal because it was a deflection. Um, but still, when you say Seattle, I mean, that's like, I don't know how many hundreds of miles north of, of Sacramento. We're hot and dry here and they're, you know, rainy and cool and, and wet there, although they're going through a heat wave. Um, we are expecting to have the same kind of weather when we hit your town. Because we're looking at these uh, forecasts and it's kind of like eh, rain delay. It's all right. You know, we'll wait. What do you, I mean, like, what is your sense about all of that? Yeah, I, I would, I would, if I were you guys, bring ponchos, come under the, the impression that's going to happen. People come to here to go to Disney and stuff in July and August. I'm like, it's going to rain every day, but it rains for like an hour or two. The thing is, we have a lot of lightning here, right? One of the most, the areas in the country where there's a lot of lightning. So that that's what's causing the delays a lot. The rain, you can play through it. And the field, the, the New York match was like a torrential downpour. And we could barely, you know, either and it, you barely move the ball, but the field holds up really well. They mm -hmm. put in new 
new grass. It holds up really well. It's you don't see a bunch of divots. The drainage is is good. It's built a little bit below the ground. Just the the actual pitch, and um, and it, it's going to happen. And it doesn't seem like, you know, you, you, sometimes you could cause some uh, the club to rewarm up, or you're hyped up and you go down. You got to come back up. It doesn't seem to affect us for some reason. I don't I don't know why, but I you guys most likely are going to be in an area that's uncovered. They tend to put people in this corner from the opposing team. I'm assuming that's where you guys are at. So that's uncovered. So you, you know, the re- so bring a poncho because you're gonna get wet. Okay. And uh, we're in we're in 102, but then some of us have bought extra tickets so that we okay. can see other spots like 119. I think Luis and I are gonna be able to see the, our team warm up and then go back to 102 or or um, yeah that area. Actually, I, I might stay in 19. I'm not sure if I'll actually go back over there, but. <laughs> Well, I've got an extra seat for you. Anyhow, no, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're fine with rain delay. We've had lightning delays and rain delays here in the springtime, you know, when we get all of our yeah. car storms. Um, and uh-huh. sometimes we get a summer squall, but not very often. We sure could use it. I think Luis had a, another question he wanted to fire at you. Well, I, I'm glad that we addressed the, the weather question, right? Because that's something that is on everyone's mind. I mean, we're all looking at the forecast and like Sharon mentioned we don't really see water here that much so we get a little surprised when we see even an hour of water anywhere oh here <laughs> every day yeah you guys are 102 is behind the the goal that's the opposite of the wall and then 109 you said no, One, 119 119 oh okay yeah normally they put they put the supporters in 108 and 109 it keeps you away from the wall and possible violence I'm just kidding Sort of. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> but usually 108 and 109 is, is where you guys are at. So do, those of you in 102 will be covered for the most part. One 119, you'll be okay then, but still bring a poncho because it's uh yeah, it's totally just it's bring not covered anymore. And I'm totally mm-hmm. gonna wear like I, I know it's gonna be a warm rain, so it's not like you know it's gonna be like cold and rainy. Oh, and, yeah. Right? It's a warm it's humid. gonna be it's gonna be humid. You're gonna you could take a piece of air as a souvenir. It's gonna be sticky and gross and thick <laughs> i'm sure everybody listening to this podcast is gonna go oh really yeah <laughs> come to florida what a what an ambassador the the partly cloudy state is in the sunshine state but, um, there's some there's sunshine but there's an hour of, of rain every single day <laughs> it'll be fun it'll be a real lovely change for us you know yeah I'll, yeah I'll, I'll i'll enjoy it yeah but, so uh, i can't go they say 7 30 at 8 15 probably I'm gonna go. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh goodness, <laughs> that could be, dude, Luis. Okay, so Eddie, we have this contest. Our our podcasters, the three of us. Mm-hmm. So you just gave us an idea for another. Um, we try to guess these things for the game, like who's going to score first um, mm-hmm. on our squad and what the score line is going to be. We have this little funky little. Po- uh, that's another one. What time will the game actually start? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the thunder. Some, yeah, depends on thunder. It's an hour usually. Yeah, yesterday there there was like six reminders. They're like eight fifty, eight fifty uh, warm up or eight twenty, eight thirty, eight fifty, and then the the PA started playing thunderstruck. Like they got lightning. Oh, right. They started playing thunderstruck over the PA, and then, oh, that's like, awesome. and, and then the announcer comes out, and then, yeah, it's just not the rain. It was the thunder. The rain wasn't the problem. It's the lightning. That that was causing the delays. It's, yeah, well, it doesn't matter the delay. Oh gosh, Luis. Yeah, that we we can add that for. Uh, yeah, so start yeah. thinking. We have to get Jared in on it. We have another uh, host uh, 
podcaster, and he's going to love this one. 50-50 chance it starts off just at the right time. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I I took note of it too. I mean, we'll we'll definitely have that. That sounds like a really fun <laughs> category to have. Uh, but just a yeah. correction earlier, actually, we're in section nineteen, not nine. Section. It was in one nineteen. Oh, 19. 19. Oh, you yeah. guys are. Oh, okay. You guys are down in the front. You guys fancy seats. You guys yeah. are down by the by the field. Okay. That's where our team is going to be warming up. So we wanted yeah warm ups. We want to be down by our team, and then. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is going to be in the supporters section in whatever it is, 102. Yeah, 109, 108 is usually where it's yeah. at. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's, they, 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 your, um, yeah, your, your bench is on that side. We switched it. We want the bench to be closer to the wall so that they can warm up by the wall and get some friendly wait recommendations. So wait, 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 wait. Our bench is not by the wall? It is. No, we just changed yeah, it two yeah. years ago. You you are by the wall. That was intentional so that, you know, they could get recommend, restaurant recommendations and tell them people where to put things, stuff like that. Oh, the usual, usual charming things by the wall. We do the same <laughs> thing. We do the same thing. We have this uh, wall. We have a wall of sound as well. It's, you know, the general admission section where our supporters group hangs out. Mm-hmm. And yes, the visitors have to warm up down there. So that's probably what threw off Kansas City. When we beat them, is you know they had to be down there by the wall the whole game. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And <laughs> yeah, we we were the first one in MLS to build the standing section only. And now oh, it's it's really man. spread through the league, so that mm-hmm. that's that that area they're going to warm up is right in front. There's no coincidence. If you watch anyone who scores against the wall, look at their reactions to the wall. It's because they've been in the business for a while. So it's not a coincidence. That's so. awesome. I can't <laughs> wait to see everything, dude. We got to get a photo when we're there. We have to mm-hmm. get a photo together. They're gonna have a TIFO, uh, like you know everything. So you get make sure you you see the you know get a, get a picture. They do they do a good job of that. Supporters groups. Perfect. Oh, nice. Um, well, uh, I want to talk about the team uh, and their form that they've had this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you you described to us a little bit about yesterday's game, and I know you guys have had last minute wins in the last three games. But just tell us overall, how has this season been for you guys? Man, it's been dark, you know Jack on Hyde, whatever. The all year because that there's been stretches where we look pretty decent. Uh, there's been stretches where we're torrid. You know, July was awful. We we the 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 last Open Cup match we you know we never beat the Red Bulls really. Oscar Pareja has trouble with the Red Bulls even in Dallas and Colorado, and just just pressing teams really in my opinion. And uh, somehow we we figured it out five to one. But those five goals were as much were, were as many goals as we had for the rest of July pretty much barring the DC match. Which we lost five to three, six games, five goals we had, and that we we had we didn't win before this recent streak of four wins in a row, um, two on the road and two at home. Um, we, we didn't win in five matches and had one win in nine matches. So I'm looking at the schedule. I'm like, the playoffs aren't going to happen. We've been tweeting on open cup or bust. We've been having some some dour podcasts about like, all right, what's your remaining schedule? How many points do we need to get in? And then all of a sudden, we're just starting to, to win. And it's at a weird time because one of our, our best chance creator, if you look at like the goals, assists, that, that's not everything. But if you even the eye test said it was Alexander Pato, really, from the Motoris, Alexander Pato, hurt for the year. He got he got uh, injured against uh, the Red Bulls, and he's gone for the season. So I was like, how we already have trouble scoring. How are we going to score? And we haven't necessarily scored a ton. This is our first time scoring three goals since I think the DC loss and the open cup match against the Red Bulls. 
um, we're not scoring a ton, but we're scoring at least like two. Normally it's like one. We, we call it the Poppy special, the one to nothing win, you know, Oscar Poppy is what we, Oscar fighter has a nickname. So that one, nothing kind of win is, is something we we're used to in Orlando. And um, it, I feel like maybe it could have been a hot seat. It could have been, um, it could have been just players getting into form or familiarity. They, they, I think we're playing a little bit more open, a little bit more fluid, maybe a little bit more bold. Yeah, he he would bring in a lot of defenders and kind of sit back a lot earlier. We're not doing that as much, and it, I, I don't think it's by coincidence that we've had some late goals. We haven't been getting goals from the bench most of the season. We have recently, and that that's good to see. And Orlando brought in three new players uh, in the window pretty early, and uh, they contributed pretty well yesterday. If you watched the the match yesterday, both wingers were were brand new. Nico Diotini and Ivan Angulo were, were brand new as well, and. They both contributed to what should have been goals. You know, Fry made a great save on a header. Nico should have scored on a header, etc. So um, I think it's a little combination of various factors, just pressure to, to make the playoffs, rotating a really heavy schedule in like nine games in July with Open Cup, injuries, bringing new players in the fold. And plus our, our front three is entirely brand new from last year. It's completely brand new. You lost, you know, 20 goals between DK and, you know, Daryl DK who went to, to Europe and Nani, who they didn't renew. So we, it, that sometimes that takes time. So I think we're gelling right now um, in a better way. Some players are really hitting form, mainly Fagundo Torres, our designated player. He's, he's been on a tear. I think he's got two goals and four assists in the last four matches. And um, he's got like, I think he might have like six and five in the last like seven matches. I don't remember the numbers off my top of my head, but, He's been he's been great, and um, he's really been the ties man. He came in at halftime, really changed the match yesterday, and um, and he's he's gonna be he's gonna be the one that's gonna carry us the rest of the way, I think. And he's only 21, 22 years old. It's incredible how he's adapting. So yeah, yeah. so it's been it's been weird. I, I was you know I, into this streak. You just like I'm like we stunk at home until yesterday. We we had more losses than wins at home which is not normal for Oscar Pareja teams. We've been very good on the road. We just haven't tied at home. We still haven't tied at home. It's been, it's like seven wins, six losses, I think, at home. There's no ties. And um, and uh, so these two wins at home has been comforting because I was like, dang, I wish you played the, you guys in Sacramento because we suck at home. So <laughs> winning at home, the last two have been have been comforting, to, to say the least, I think. Comforting. Well, you know, that's a that's a great word to to use, especially when you're you know, all the fans are there and present. So speaking of fans, it's gonna be sold out. Huh? It's sold out the whole yeah. it's sold out completely. Do you think that there's gonna be a lot of supporters there for us? Um oh, yeah, for sure. uh, lower level uh supporters are gonna be there as well as you guys. But yeah. um last time we noticed that some of the diehard fans did not stick around for the whole match, you know, it was late, you know, it was probably mm-hmm. way past bedtime. So we kind of noticed a, a little bit of a vacancy. Um, oh, yesterday? It, yeah, it's, it was a week, yeah. week. Weekday matches are hard, anyhow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to yeah, have an open cup that, match on a, on a Wednesday sellout, we did. We sold out mm-hmm. our open cup match, um, mm-hmm. 11,500 on a weekday match against Kansas City. So we sold that awesome. one out. Yeah, you guys, have, you guys have great support for years, you know. Which um, for for sure, everyone's everyone's taking notice. But Orlando has had some issues with so, so, with support. It hasn't really bounced back from COVID. Orlando, as a sports town, is a little be fickle. 
you know, I, I don't rate Orlando as a great sports town. It's it's showed its best commitment to Orlando City. You know, you go to Magic Game, and half the time it sounds like the other teams' fans are there. Oh, and that's just that's the state of Florida, really, except college football. You yeah. go to I mean, I'm a I believe it or not, I grew up a 49ers fan. So uh, I've been to I've been now. yeah I've been to several 49ers games at the Bucks uh, Stadium, and it the red that you see is 49er red, not Bucks red. So it's it's you could hear the chant, you could hear the celebration, and in, in the audience. that's just something Florida because Florida is a lot of transient folks from different places. But since no one really had a soccer team before, when 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 this started, it really took root in the city and became part of the zeitgeist. But it's faded a little bit. But it, now they're marketing it again, and this Open Cup could be huge, bringing it back. I think this is going to be huge win or loss just just to bring bring back the the, the crowd. So you guys sound like you. You've, you guys sound like you're going to have a great support. And then, you know, there's been a bunch of people trying to get tickets who, who waited too long because you guys scarfed them up and then the fans are, are coming back. So good for you if they let you go. I, I think it's going to be fine. But, yeah, I think it's, that's – I like when the opposing team travels. It makes it fun for everybody. Oh, it certainly does. When we went down to L.A. Galaxy, I don't think mm-hmm. they expected us, and I don't think they expected as many of us. And I think it kind of threw them all for a loop. And afterwards, they compliment all the fans, the good fans, the ones that weren't jerks, um, came over and complimented us and said, you guys, you know, your support and your fans were, were awesome. So we'll see if it happens again. But we have a question. You've kind of pointed out some of the players to watch for. But mm-hmm. what I want to know, what's the best food within the stadium? Where's the best? Mm-hmm. What's the best to get inside this stadium? In the stadium, you know, she's uh I'm, I am not great at this because I am, I am cheap. I am <laughs> overweight, but I don't spend money at the stadium a lot. So <laughs> I did, I did get some pretty decent tacos. You guys were in California. So let, let, don't try to, don't, don't, you know, our tacos aren't going to match. Um, they have the usual pizza. They have some interesting, they have uh, heroes or gyros, you know, right. pretty decent sausage and peppers. Those are behind the gyros and sausage and pepper. I believe are behind the goal opposite of the wall. Okay. And uh, and then there's buffalo tenders, and then there's um, they have some sausage in the, in the second level behind the the same goal. There's um different kind of hot dogs like pulled pork with like with like kind of Mexican theme, different kind of things like that. They're trying to get there, and then they also have some empanadas and the by the by the team store so oh. beef empanadas from a, a colombian ver- like the colombian oh. version of empanadas yeah so th- oh. those are those are all pretty good but uh they're trying to to work on diversifying that there's um a friend of mine who has a different podcast he has a food truck there's a brewery where one of the supporters groups meets so you know they're, they're friendly but there's a supporters group called the ruckus they, they tend to meet there and march from there called the broken strings brewery they, oh. my friend has a yeah, yeah, my, that's a good supporter, Orlando City scene ticket guy, nice dude, nice family, nice couple. They own that, and then um, they're right next to there's a there's a truck called Cappies. It's like a, a long time Orlando establishment, been in Orlando for 60, 70 years, kind of family owned. They have a food truck there, and I do believe there'll be a couple other some food trucks near nearby. Um, we have a really good taco truck, believe it or not. They do the, the Bedia tacos really well, and then uh, mm. so we'll, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, and then some. We'll see, but in the stadium, hmm, it's a lot of it needs to improve. It's not, it's not great, but if you want to try something, something different, yeah. And then they, believe it or not, they got this really good lemonade. 
Oh. And, yeah. and Dippin' Dots used to be the ice cream of the future, but the future is here now, so they're just called Dippin' Dots. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? They were called ice cream of the future? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey, just a shout out to Jared, because he wants to get to Wawa and Publix to make sure he stops oh, up on Wawa and get, Publix, right? So he's been, the, like... Yeah, the Publix subs are legit. They are really good. If you if you need a tip of which ones to get, let me know. But I will. Especially I've chicken tender stuff. And there's one right across from me at the Embassy Suites, uh, you know, downtown, right, right down near the um, stadium. So, yes, they, they have good tea too. If you like, like sweet, you want some southern sweet tea if you like that. And their lemonade's really good. But yes, the deli, they're, they're, it's the bread, public sub. You know, Wawa's really diverse. They got all kinds of stuff. It's, it's good. It's interesting. Wawa's funny. You just, you know, the computer press the buttons and then they get to work and they, they have all kinds of stuff there. Like, you'll be surprised. There, there's a Puerto Rican sandwich called Tripleta. Which has three different meats in it, and uh, we we like to use ketchup and mayo mixed together. We call it mayo ketchup. Uh, you know, real original name. They actually have that at Wawa, and it's pretty good. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah. So, they, those are yeah. Publix is more of a southern state, but Wawa. But uh, I definitely would recommend if you just stock up on Publix. It, it's kind of like it's a good fresh grocery. It doesn't feel as big chain like Walmart kind of stuff. So. If you do want, if you do got a cooler or sweet or something, a little mini fridge, that's the place to stock up Publix for sure. And a pub sub, as we call them, you know, they're one of the sponsors of the club. The chicken tenders, I get it with a buffalo and ranch, toast it up, you know, makes makes a good sandwich, makes some good eating. <laughs> oh, cool. I was just going to say, yeah, uh, feel free to give us your recommendations on the, on the public subs because we're all going, Jared already put in an order, I think, for like five or six. And so we're definitely going to oh, go nice. try them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the chicken tender subs are popular. There's one called the Ultimate, which is like three different meats. Then the Italian, they're all good, and they have boar's head or the, their own brand, oh. like their own meat. So you know, the boar's head does taste better. But the chicken, their chicken tenders are very good. So the chicken tender stuff's a little more pricey, but you know, it's good. And then they have a Havana bowl, like a Cuban <laughs> sandwich kind of kind of sub, also delicious. I'm writing all this down so that I can remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you. you but if you if you if you want a Cuban sandwich, you go to my my friend's food truck. He, he does like a, a Cuban sandwich with like honey on the pork. It's ridiculous. But they're really known for cheesesteaks. Really good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, this podcast is typically about soccer and about all of that, mm-hmm. but we always divert and we always start talking about food. And I'm so <laughs> glad we were true to form, Luis and Eddie. Yeah. True to form, we went right to the food, made <laughs> us all happy. I can't wait for Jared to hear the, the podcast because he'll be so stoked that we talked about food. <laughs> if you, you go you go to Publix, you get a chicken tender sub and some of the mango lemonade they have there, you'll be a happy man. <laughs> yeah we we can't wait to to be there because we keep hearing about public subs but from jared and we're just like all right we're yeah. gonna go try well, jared jared's had him before or no oh or every time just heard about it every time he's around oh, the public so he'll get us up <laughs> oh he, 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 he knows he knows then yeah exactly <laughs> so yes yeah reach out to me if you guys need more tips <laughs> awesome thanks yeah we'll, we'll definitely do that um well, now that we're on the topic of recommendations for things, uh, I know some of us are actually going to be driving there because I'm not going to stay in downtown. So what recommendations do you have for all of us who are going to be driving there as far as uh, parking goes? Like what, what's the best lot or the best lots? Um, there is a, um, there's, there's a ton of them. A lot of it's, the stadium is really just in an urban area. 
mm-hmm. right? So it, it's just carved out of an urban area. It's historically black area that has a lot of history. To, but they tell you, you can rent out, you could park like people's front for lawns. You, you shouldn't pay. I don't know if they're going to raise it because it's the open cups. Usually 10 bucks, you get a little far, 20 bucks if you get a little closer and more or less. There are some, if you go to the brewery, you can park there. They have a parking spot there. They have park. Um, a lot of them are fenced in. Um, if you, you can go to downtown and walk up, it's like three quarters of a mile, maybe a mile and just walk up church street right there. Paramore is where the stadium's at. That's kind of a fun walk. And there's like places to eat there as well and bars. And then um, if, you, if you want something that's just like, you want to just be super safe and not confusing, the Orlando Magic's Arena is around the corner. It's called the Amway. Geico, there's a Geico parking garage, which is, you know, closed in, big garage. It's it's half a mile from the stadium or so. But other than that, there's um there's like a mosque there, a little small mosque. That's where I park. That's where one of the supporters groups tends to tailgate, but there's a lot of parking um, in there as well. There's a ton of parking. And then um, there's some parking that's just right across. Like you literally can park and be like 100 yards from the stadium. It's just good. But you'll be like in someone's backyard or some of it's just mm-hmm. lots that are fenced in. And some of it sometimes I either park at the, the mosque uh, or I park in like behind a dumpster in a convenience store. And nothing ever happens. So it depends. Depends how soon, how early I get there and uh, what's available at the time. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, especially with the sold out stadium, right? It's like, hey, you got to get there yeah. early. And I'm sure everyone's, I mean, all of us making the trip, we're we're definitely going to be there early, maybe even in the morning. I don't know, like <laughs> just be walking around. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, they're, they're opening tailgating now. They used to have tailgating at the, when we had, we played the football stadium. The, the If you look at, if you pull up the Atlanta City, like on Google Earth, there's like mm. an apartment building next to it. That space in between, they're, they're debuting um, tailgating there. So that's going to be closed off. So don't assume you can park there. The mosque is across the street, though. So you, you go there. The the tailgating is like an extra charge. You're right next to the stadium, and everybody gets a designated spot. So that's going to be pretty rock, you know, raucous there. So it all, de- all depends. You know, nothing's, nothing's going to happen to you. But but um, but it depends on your safe. Some people get weird if you're in like an urban environment. There's a bunch of closed areas, but there's parking galore. Don't wait till like seven though, because you're going to get stuck, and then there's a lot of one way traffic there right so get there early get a little walk around and um and get ready get comfortable and get your poncho ready because it's gonna rain <laughs> yeah i'm glad you mentioned the tailgate area because i was looking at it on street view and man it's it's a huge upgrade right because before it was just like a, a dirt lot next to the stadium right and now it looks like like i i, I can't even believe it how it looked like yeah. just the year before yeah they were they were putting this year they started putting some events and like you know, kick a ball and do this and win a prize and Publix and whatever. They started bringing that that into the fold. But there was a church right there that they never sold the property to. Orlando, Orlando, the stadium was supposed to be facing the other direction where the church is. Oh. So the, the church wouldn't sell. Um, and so we they had to move it over and delay construction a little bit. And uh, so they, they kind of had to rush things. There's still some stuff they really even haven't really finished. They had to rush it a little bit, turn it, do a whole different thing, and close in like a pond, a whole deal. But they just bought the church recently, so um, now they're, they're they got they got with the church came an extra lot to make the tailgating thing happen. So funny, funny story. Yeah, that church held out. It was like a tiny church, but there was an old lady. She was like, "Nope, not selling it." So yeah, that's they literally delayed the building and changed the direction, 
and the location of the building, this little tiny church. Oh, well, those are the stories, right? <laughs> yeah. That's Sorry, it. fun facts. <laughs> I'm to say fun facts. <laughs> Useless information. But yes, the tailgating, if you, you can park by the, the church as a parking lot. And uh, across from the church is a little gas station. You can park there too. And uh, pretty much all those little openings you, you can park. But uh, um, yeah, so just, just find there. But if you want to be like super, Dave, you, you can park downtown and just walk. And they have those kind of like rickshaw kind of things where people on the bikes take you. You yeah. can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if not, if you just want a super kind of secure, simple, just park at the Geico garage by the Amway. And that's it. That, that, one's, that one's the only one that's like, you know, like the private, private, big like that. That's there. That's the only one. Okay. Well, good to know all those things. And yeah, thanks for letting us know the story because it's always interesting, you know, when you go to new places to know what happened and not just think, oh, all this happened uh, in one day. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a big fight, yeah. Oh, my gosh. My hotel is right near the Orange County Regional History Center. May have to do Yes, if you have time to, the Science Center, I think, is right next door to that as well. That's a cool place to visit. Okay. Well, now that we're on that topic, uh, yeah, more recommendations on other things to do for people who are like, yeah, I'm going to be there early in downtown. Uh, What are some things I could do that aren't that far from the stadium? Yeah, I mean, the the whole downtown is not far from the stadium. There's an area called Wall Street Plaza. There's just like eight, eight bars, restaurants all connected right there. It's called just called Wall Street. There's like a movie theater. There's all kinds of places you can eat. And then there's Lake Eola downtown. It's a, it has a real nice park. You can walk around. It's got playgrounds. It's got and it's the right swans. The you, Publix. You, yeah, there's a Publix right there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this is true. There's a Publix right there. And then you just run across the, the Publix. There's, um, you just you get hit Lake Eola. And then they have the, the swans and that whole thing. And they got some nice, um, just nice. It's a nice walk. It's a nice uh, idea there. Also, too, if, if you have a bunch of time, there's a little town called Winter Park that's sort of in downtown. It's kind of like a, it was made by people from like the north who kind of established down here. It's got a really big houses. You get really nice places to eat there. Some high-end restaurants, really well-rated, like top 100 kind of things. You can eat there. It's really like old-timey, you know, in the cobblestone. You can take a walk. It's nice. They have good brunch, that kind of stuff. And then they, I, I, you could take a little canal tour and then see the old houses, you know, these giant mansions and go on the on the lakes there of Orlando and stuff like that. And it costs like 12 bucks or something. Lots of lakes. It it feels oh yeah amazing. There's tons of lakes. A lot of them are fake. One of the ones at Winter Park, I'm telling you, you go to Canal was a sinkhole like 50 years ago. It just just opened up the ground and then became a lake. So oh. um but they're there. There's lakes everywhere. So for the for the drainage because it rains all the time. So most a lot of lakes are fake, but there are I don't know how many lakes there's a ton. There's lakes everywhere. You have been so helpful. Um, we appreciate this. So let's keep talking. Let's go back and talk a little bit about um, who are some of your favorite players on the squad, and what do you think of your goalkeeper? He looks young. The goalkeeper? The goalkeeper's 31, I think. What? He yeah, looks the, the so young. The one from yesterday? Yeah. I mean, yes. In the Open Cup early on, Mason, he's young. But Pedro Gallese, he, that's how he says his name, Gallese. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he's a proven number one, the captain right now. Uh, we've had good luck with Peruvian. You have a Cruz Azul right there behind you, right? The the uh, the the scarf. We had Yosh, Yoshimaya Otun. Yeah. Playing with Cruz yeah. Azul. He was from Orlando. Yeah. Right? So, uh-huh. Yeah, he helped us get. We had Carlos Asquez in Peruvian. Now we have, we look at the Hena 2 in Peruvian. 
And um, but Gaia has been great. This is his last year, so we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but he um, he's been he's a great shot stopper. Distribution is pretty pretty good. Yesterday, if you look at that that save on on Lodero late, I mean that ball was zooming. That was fantastic. I don't I wouldn't put neither goal really his fault. But he he's I he's been he's won us matches there in that stretch of July where we barely were getting points. The one win out of five, he he, I think he was responsible for every point. He's wow. gonna make a big save. He he's a he he's not um I don't know he's just a really good shot stopper. He maybe there are more consistent goalkeepers, but if you just need a big save, he's usually up for it. He really is. If you if we, there's a flaw, is he, coming out for crosses, he, he stays back a lot. Ah, got it. Okay. There's a flaw. There's a flaw. That's that w- would be. That would be it, his positioning. But they call him a full octopus because he, he makes weird saves. He'll save with, like, his face, his arm, his leg. He, it's not always – it doesn't look uh, traditional. But but he, he finds just ways. He's very athletic. I mean, that Lodero, I was be, I saw that the flight of that ball perfectly, and he just pounced on like a cat, you know. It was a great save. So he, And one-on-one, too, and PKs, he, you give him five, he'll stop one. Orlando – I don't. We're due to lose, but Orlando has not lost a PK. Matt has lost a PKs ever, ever, never. We've never lost an MLS in PKs. Wow. So, and we we've won two PKs so far in the Open Cup, Nashville, Miami, and and uh, Pedro and Nashville made a save to win it for us. So, so I, I'm really fond of him. He's great. He's one of my favorite players. He's one of our best players. Um, our defenders are two center backs. Uh, I'm a fan of uh, Antonio Carlos. Once he came back. He had a month-long injury. We have not been with our core center backs for most of the season. Our main starters are Robin Jansen and Antonio Carlos. Um, Antonio Carlos, once we came in to expect the goals against us, like cut in half. Just, just, just his presence. He's really good on the ball. He's physical and really good in the air. Jansen is maybe even better on the ball. Left foot. I mean, he, he watch out for long diagonals to the wingers, the back, and a lot of driven passes to kind of break the lines. But he's hurt. I don't know if he'll be back. He hasn't been the last couple of matches. He was in a boot. Rodrigo Salego can be solid. He's had a lot of experience this year due to Antonio Carlos being hurt. But um, look at the, the goal from the second goal. He called off yeah. Jordan Morris and got smoked completely. He, he could be erratic, drive the ball. He's a little bit of a, a hothead, but he, 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 is, he is fairly solid. So I feel better facing you guys if we had our two starters. I don't think it's going to happen personally. I also like uh, our, our, another young signing. We, we've been hitting hitting gold with the Uruguayans. Um, Mauricio Pereira is probably somebody, if you could manage to stop him, uh, he's pretty much the guy who pulls the strings a lot and plays in the midfield. So if you could control him, and I would, dub, you know, man mark or double team him almost, press him anytime he got the ball and really help, you know, push us to go lateral backwards, you guys have a good chance against us. He's key. And then we, of course, Fagundo has been tremendous lately. He's been, he's a, he plays on the right, but he's been given a very free role lately. If you look at his heat map, he's barely ever on the right. He's mostly central. He's mostly central a lot with my Mauricio will drop deeper to help, to help with possession. And so we essentially have, we almost on offense, it's almost like a diamond of sorts or, or two tens. Um, and then uh, Assessor Araujo, another Uruguayan, brand new, just got him from you know a team in Uruguay this year, and he has become one of the best defensive midfielders in the league. He's twenty-two. I mean, great positioning. He's not super fast, but physical, great positioning. 
he gets fouled a lot. He's he's a master of the dark arts at an early age. And he he's going, he's a player that he's on your team. He's so annoying. But he's on my team. I love him. You guys are gonna hate him. He's he's gonna terrible to watch if you you're not Orlando supporter, because he he's gonna generate a foul at the wrong time. You're gonna hate it. But uh he's very he's very good. He's key. Orlando's inconsistency is mostly from right back. We have an attacking right back, we have a defensive fullback. Depends who they go with. Uh, probably the attacking, but he's been inconsistent with his crossing. He could fall asleep on defense. Um, and uh, and then what's it called? The and then um, striker. Strikers. He he's finishing is good, but he's slow. We've been kind of mixing it up with him. He was hurt, just came back and scored a penalty. But the other wing spot, we we brought in a winger. He got hurt on his last match of Argentina. Spent a bunch of money on him. So annoying. Like, you know he was coming. Why are you still playing this guy? Someone tackles him into the wall. He tears his ACL. Oh. So, like, in the 70th minute or something in his last freaking game in Argentina. Just, like, they're just being – and it was so hard to get the transfer it, it, over there because they're just trying to milk it and hustle. It was ridiculous. So that that threw our winger position a bit of a loop. With Fato being gone, too, Fato was playing the 10. was allowing us to kind of change our wingers. Um, the the winger spot is still up for grabs. Fagundo's one winger, but the other winger spot is up for grabs. Yesterday you saw Nico, but Nico only was starting because they're giving Fagundo a rest. But the other guy, Ivan Angulo, if you watch, he, he is he's pacey. He runs at defenders a lot. I, I I'm I think he's going to be the starter going forward, but I don't know what we're going to do there. Um, so you know we'll, we'll see. That that's gives you guys an advantage because we usually you know you want to have. You want to have that attack solidified, but we really don't. We really don't. You know, we don't. We don't know. We don't know who our front three really is. Right, and it was interesting watching last night. You could tell that the runs weren't the the combinations weren't uh, fluid, and yes. so you had a lot of guys standing on the ball, which is like my pet peeve. I hate it when the guys stand uh-huh. on the ball. They get a ball and they stand on it. It's like now, what do I do? It's like no, 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 no. Have that plan beforehand. Already know. Because you guys have been in training, but you guys haven't. You guys haven't had a lot of time together to gel and know what those patterns are going to look like together. And it was obvious last night. But you guys got so freaking lucky with the goals you guys did score. It's like your whole second half. It was like your D, your DPs, your your designated players came in and just kind of like, we got this. We'll sort this out for you guys. And then yeah. the whole team rallied behind those guys. And that was an it was an amazing turnaround. It really was. Really yeah, the quality is evident, right? The difference. I mean, the first half, we, we should have – there was a cross from the left back, Motinho, to Nico, and he just whiffed it. I and mean, it was like a goal. I was, And then then they, then they uh, Mauricio, you saw his quality. He, play, he plays in Nico with a nice little, like, kind of dig. He cr- he heads it over to Yvonne. And Fry made a good save, but he also hit it right at him. Right. You know, just right. And then, then Mauricio, I don't know why he took the penalty. Uh, everyone who's a captain for Orlando sucks at penalties. Luis Nani. It's terrible at him. Last year, mm-hmm. our, our young star, we saw the Europe there, Dike just took the ball at the end, was bailing us out. He Mauricio is like five, 50% on penalties his career. I don't know why he took it. And he 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 it was a terrible penalty and he got stopped. It got blocked. And then um it got stopped. And then in the second half, thank God, Urchinkata, who's very good at penalties, he used to take a first team in Austria. He took the penalty then. And those are legit penalties. Well, one was a closer. I think the first one almost embellished. He, he got he 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 sold it, but the second one, I mean, Jordan Morris was playing volleyball. That was dumb. That was yeah. a clear handball. His hand was way up in the air. He was, I know. That was dumb. It was yeah, very so natural. But the, the, those goals, the, the one was a ricochet, right? One was deflection, and one was a PK. But if you look at the the, the full the, 
if you look at the chances created, which is what I, the way I like to see it, it's like score doesn't tell you everything, you know, the, the chances created, we had plenty of good chances throughout the match and the front three were all B team players where, I mean, Ivan Gulo maybe has 90 minutes. Gio has maybe 90 minutes. And then the striker, Tesho, he's the one that came in and scored late against New York, but he, he's been, he's a guy who comes in for the last 10 minutes, but this is his first start. I don't think maybe all season. So, so, so the fact that we created chances with that is still yeah, positive. Using your rotation players and creating chances. So, so this is really like we hate this part that MLS rescheduled your your Saturday match against oh, you, you Miami, know. Miami. Uh, yeah, a rival too. Freaking heck, was that all about? And we're like, USL should reschedule our Louisville City match, and USL is like, no, we're better than MLS at this point. We're braver, yeah. we're stronger, we can do it. Yeah. We got a, a team. That was. We were so pissed off. I don't know if you know. any of the bullshit. I mean, the sorry, Luis, I don't want to bleep me. <laughs> I'm swearing, right? Okay, so sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and it's like we were all up in arms and we were just like so ticked off at MLS. And it's like, oh my gosh, Orlando, they're wimps. You know, they have to get their, their game rescheduled because they really want to win the cup and they're afraid of us. And it's like, okay, that noted. So we're coming. Uh, yeah. I- yeah, I take I take all that and be like, yeah, that's that's fine. I'm good with that. I wish you take to delay more games, you know, give us more time. <laughs> but it, yeah, it, well, we, we played two games in four days already. You know, to, to, we played Wednesday and we played on what Sunday or Saturday. So we, we've we played two games back to back and we played nine or ten games in July. So it's OK. They owe this one. Oh, and Miami's a, a Miami's a rival. And the way it works out, they can push that later and it might it might. Might be for a playoff spot, you know. So they 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 want that game to get enough attention too. And uh, but be, you know, around that time we're gonna play Philadelphia. I think you know Philadelphia is uh we just might as well just uh just just send our B team completely there. I could care less. It's uh, at this point Philadelphia is way better than us, anyways. And it it's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna make it. If we beat them, that's great. But I, I think ultimately we play them pretty well. Ultimately. I don't want to commit too many resources to that at this time, you know, yeah. when we have this open cup, but yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that they did that. Cause I, I, I thought I'd be like, that's a throwaway game. Like forget Miami. We got to <laughs> win this open cup. And, uh, and, uh, and, but, but losing to Miami sucks, you know, like that's our rival. They're super annoying. Oh man. I, you guys might not like us after you go to the game. We could be, we could be boisterous, but Miami fans are investigated and slashing tires and fighting people. They're terrible. They are terrible. Miami, some Atlanta, uh, Miami fans, awful. They they get kicked out of our stadium all the time when they're <laughs> here. They're they're terrible. So I don't want to. I didn't want to lose on them on a throwaway match. So we'll do postpone it and beat them later. So, okay, fine. So you yeah, must have yeah. some, some say about that. That's they, so they, they, it, it was a Florida. It's a they, it's a derby match. They didn't want to. You know, I mean, MLS Inc. was like, let's let's give this attention. Not Orlando's far, so I appreciate. We don't get a lot of breaks. I'll take it. Oh you, you guys got to play Louisville. You got to travel across the country. You, you know, you know. I, let's stack up all the advantages to my way because we definitely got them. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me, Eddie. You're killing yeah, I mean, me. You guys, you guys, you guys, uphill battle. You got to travel across the country, short rest, and all that. And, and Louisville is Louisville is technically we're not affiliated, but Louisville they're playing like the USL license is Orlando's. That's why they were purple. Ah. Like or, or Orlando was the oh. was the Orlando was a USL club. They that some of the one of the co-owners or whatever helped make Louisville. And the, 
the license in Orlando became an MLS club. So, so yeah. what I'm saying is that you know it's a little connection. They're doing us a favor, maybe. You know, maybe you guys go to extra time, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, rain delay. I'm not, you know, I don't know. Two two hour rain delay, twenty minutes extra time. I'm, All right, I'm, we'll, I'm not we'll, going we'll to complain. Yeah, we'll take a little bit of that extra time. And, <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, okay, that, that explains why they both wear purple. Because I was like, hey, very rarely do you see a team wear purple, unless it's the Sacramento Kings. or Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Purple Orlando purposely, they, they look to run there like nobody wears purple anywhere, pretty much. You know, mm. Well, there's just one, one club like Florentina or something in Italy. Other than that, nobody wears purple except like your – Every three years, Madrid does like a purple third kit or something, you know. So that's that's about it. So that was intentional. But Louisville, yeah, I think the purple was like a little homage to Orlando. But yeah, yeah. So but that's wow. how Louisville came about. Yeah. The the coincidences in life, right? It's like we play against them and then against Orlando, and then before in the Open Cup, we played against LA Galaxy two, and then we played against LA Galaxy literally just days after. So I don't know. That's yeah. that's some other kind of coincidence. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that was good. You that win against that the, KC. They had so many shots, though. You guys hung on, though, man. That was that was gutsy. Your team was gutsy. One of your players, too, your your captain there who scored. I forgot his name. Your captain who scored the last PK. He Rodrigo Lopez. Roro. Rodrigo. Yeah, yeah Roro. Roro used to play with um with Orlando City in the USL days. Yeah. A long time ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> brief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Orlando legend. Enjoy him. <laughs> he's our he's our legend now he's yeah for, forever a lion ageless wonder total ageless wonder yeah, yeah. i i know another guy that used to play with orlando was connor donovan right you guys might also oh, be familiar yeah. with him connor absolutely connor donovan was a young promising center back but then we used to play on that turf and he got his first start and dug in on the tackle and tore his acl oh that, that was that was that mm-hmm. his, his first professional start i think tore his acl that's what happened to connor donovan's time here Oh man, that's no fun for him. Yeah, yeah, nice guy. It seems like. Oh, he is. He's he's um, you know, he's probably one of those unsung captainy kind of guys. You know, he's not a captain, but he marshals the back line like nobody's business. He's really a solid. He's a knowledgeable guy. So it's going to be as long as we play our game, it's mm. going to be a game. I will say. I, I absolutely think so. I don't. I don't think you guys should be overlooked. Anyone thinking USL versus MLS? There is some to it. I think USL making you guys play against Louisville is a little bit little brother syndrome. Hey, we're not scared. Oh, okay, it sounds like you got baited into it to me. You should have, you should have postponed it. You know, um, but you, you Orlando too. When they're USL, they beat the Colorado Rapids and SKC. These things happen. You guys already beat two 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 uh, MLS sides already. So the fact that you're here means you're Great. good. And then. Yeah, <laughs> three, three. That's right. Yeah, I just I, I started paying attention to you when you beat KC and Galaxy. To be honest, um, and then you beat you beat three, and uh, it's for a reason. There's just no coincidence. So you guys, we take you guys lightly. It's going to be bad. We we played Orlando's had a tough uh, road. We had one USL team, the Rowdies. Who Rowdies are are our historical rival when we were mm-hmm. USL, and um and but they're one of the best usl teams the last decade right they're always near the top and they're a good squad they gave us trouble in the first half we had a goal line clearance early by rodrigo schlegel and then the second half we brought in some of their starters and took and got a penalty and then urso who's a guy you should watch out for he's in good form um he scored a goal late but it was not easy at all they they play i think in some ways they play similar they play that three to five in the back 
you know, kind of kind of the way. And that that Seattle did that yesterday too. That that creates challenges. I think you guys are really good at it. So it's going to be a match. It's you know we're going to have fun. I hope we get to see you live and in person and get a chance to meet you and snap. A yeah, message. for sure. <laughs> yeah, reach out to me. We'll take a we'll take a picture or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Well, Luis knows how to get a hold of you, so I think that'll be fabulous. Luis, what else? Yeah. Well, I have uh, one last question on, on my side, and this is because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, right, after the game and uh-huh. all that, but what, what are some good post-game places, right, where the champion, you know, fan base could actually go and, and celebrate? In that oh, open man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I'm going to send you to the bad neighborhood on purpose because I'm just kidding. No, no. I, you, you, there, um, there is uh, – I don't really do that a lot. Like I'm just kind of like family man. I just gonna go home because a lot of times in soccer, I, I I do with like myself or a friend, and then I go like you know I go home to the wife and kids, and um, so I don't tend to do that a lot. But I know a lot of people go to, they're just there's certain bars there on Wall Street, and then there's uh, certain taco places, mm-hmm. a place called Tin Taco. There's um, the Green Ghost Locos, and then there's a bunch of places like that. And then we have an area called Mills. Um, um, there's an area of Mills that has a lot of cultural places, a lot of Korean food, a lot of you know Asian food there. That's really fun to eat. Like um, there's a place called King Bao. They have really good bao buns and stuff like that. Those places tend to be open pretty late. Another place, Taco Chino, is a fun place. There's places like we you, you get some interesting food, like arepas, stuff mm-hmm. with different things, different taco, different empanadas. And so a lot of people just those are still open. You know, the seven thirty, nine thirty. Those places are you know. I've, been, I've gone to them 11, 1130 at night. And then there's a couple of downtown um, Orlando, a couple of pizza joints, a couple of burger places and stuff like that, where you can kind of get, get your, get your fill. So you just got to, nothing immediately right next to the stadium. Right. You do have to get back into downtown yeah. Um, or from there mills and stuff isn't, isn't far in fr- from that area. So, you, so you would, cool. you know, I know pregame our uh, traveling battalion is going to be at Harry Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry Buffalo's, yeah, Harry. From Harry Buffalo, you could walk maybe a mile at the most, right up the same street. Harry Buffalo was where the when we were USL, our coach Adrian Heath used to have the coach show there. You could go and watch it and stuff like that. Harry Buffalo has been, it's been, it's been a, it's been there for a long area. Right there next to there, there's a place called Ceviche. It's like tapas and Spanish food, like from Spain. Right next, right next to it, yeah, it's called Ceviche. Um, There's, there's a bunch of just that area just go there take a left you know it's all there that's where you need to be at there's a bunch of stuff awesome yeah, well, we'll have to tell uh, roro about the ceviche uh, <laughs> places right next to harry buffalo mm-hmm. for the post game yeah, there, yeah. yeah. Roro, like ceviche yeah my, my wife's peruvian and i i've learned the ways of the ceviche i'm puerto rican we don't we ceviche is not as common but yeah. i've learned to eat spicy she's from california too she's from torrance my wife's from torrance she um uh she uh she taught me the ways of spicy food in ceviche, so I, I'm ready. I could eat anything now. <laughs> After they used to feed me, they used to feed me from the children's table when we had gatherings because I couldn't eat spicy, but I had to grow, you know, as a man. Roro <laughs> <laughs> makes his own ceviche and he uses all the. Oh yeah, yeah, he makes his own ceviches. The dude's nice. amazing. Nice, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. They definitely, yeah. I, I learned too. If you avocado, that's like everyone's got their own version, right. but proven to tell you, theirs is the original. I don't know. Whatever. I I, I, I don't pick sides. <laughs> or unless my wife's there, and I'm like, yeah, they're the original. Yeah. You're so yeah. funny. You're perfect. You are just perfect, Eddie. <laughs> Thank you. It's been fun talking to you guys. Well, how are you guys feeling about the 
I watching this yesterday. How are you guys feeling? I mean, you guys, you guys got to be feeling some. I'm confident, to, no matter who you're facing. But you guys feel like you feel more confident facing us than SKC. Or is there anything standing out? I particularly, my, my take with you guys is you, you, you're, you'll be tough to break down. Um, and then I don't think we do well. You, you guys, one striker and two, two underneath, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, if I'm you guys, especially the midfield, if you, the whiff is going to be tough. If you could bring the, the the two and get like a late runner and get two on two, because we isolate a lot. Cesar Araujo, the six is going to be crucial to shielding the back because we isolate them a lot because we will pull up the fullbacks so um up a lot. So you guys having that, that you could essentially five in a midfield, right? Can, can really create some problems with wise and you could find channels there in between the, the two center backs. So I'm worried. I don't think we do well with that. Um, uh, that's how Montreal plays, and they beat us. You know, they like if you look at Jordi Mihailovic, he's like that. They have like two eight tens there, who are free under the striker. So I, I think I don't like that. that you guys do that because I don't think we've done well against that. But I also think you guys, uh, you guys don't mind sitting back and absorbing pressure. Orlando, Orlando is it's almost like a race to the first goal, and then who's going to kind of park it. You know, because Orlando historically we've like one goal and we don't mind suffering through a one to nothing win. So yeah, I think whoever gets that first goal is going to be, you know, it's it's, it's going to race to the first goal. I want us to come out hot because I don't want you guys to catch us on the counter and then okay, then, so, so then, just, then sit five people and yeah. clog the midfield. You know, just so you know, we don't care if we get scored on first because it's happened every time, and we've actually scored <laughs> all the goals. In yeah. Open Cup, because we figured the other team is so lazy, we'll just score their goal for them. Oh, and then, yeah. yeah, that's that's our philosophy. So we nice. don't care who scores first, because we, if it's us, I mean, if it's it, we don't care. We'll mm-hmm. just come back and score more. We're Brazil, um, mm-hmm. you know. Nice. <laughs> we, but but we do have a solid. We do have a solid defense. Um, we will. We have Spaniards. We have two Spaniards on the on the team, and they're mm-hmm. incredible. Their skill levels are incredible. And so if you figure out that aspect of it, if your guys can figure out the Spaniard connection, the Spanish connection, you may have a, he- a, a leg up on us. But mm. but people have we have a plan. Our coach has a plan. And mm. if our guys play to plan, we're pretty indomitable. So mm. and we've got some speed through, you know, we've got a couple speeds through the outside wing backs and also mm. up top. But I'm not going to tell you who. I just know that we've, we've got some so if you're yeah, slow, yeah, if you're slow yeah. in the back, Malik Foster's gonna just he's gonna rip you. He's gonna rip it right by. Yeah, our center backs. If we have our two starting center backs, they're more big than they're fast. But they're they read that they're just to read the, the game well, really good with the ball, you know. So they that, that they kind of keep people in front, and sometimes we'll play a little bit of a high line. Yeah. So it, you, there's there's gonna be chances. There's gonna be a one on one where they're gonna make a tackle or not. They. We we put a lot of responsibility on our center backs to make plays in on an island. So if you if you have the two under, they, they make runs, then it could be a number of disadvantage. So I, I really think I think it's it's the the it's gonna be the Uruguayans. If you could work around the Uruguayans, you'll be fine. If you could saw Mauricio, if you could contain Fagundo, and then if you could if you could pull Cesar out of the defending the center backs and stopping counterattacks, then um then I think you guys have a good chance, but so I think Cesar might be Cesar might be the, the most the key player because I think he's going to need the to, the front three. He's going to need to really do a good job. He's really good at stopping counters. He reads the game well for his age, and he's a progressive passer. He he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He's very clean. 
So yeah, if if, if I'm you guys, if I'm gonna press anybody, if you're gonna press anyone, Mauricio, because you don't want him to have time because he could make any pass. But Urso is the guy who seems to be the most slow with the ball. If you in midfield, he, he's Brazilian and he'll try to like he'll try to step over five people. So you just just you go after Urso if you want to counter steal the ball from Urso, then we're, we'll be screwed. Just all right, okay. yeah. your coach is listening. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. We have, you know, we have a couple guys that hold the ball a little bit too long as well. So hopefully mm-hmm. they'll 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 realize what the benefits are to not holding the ball too long. Mm-hmm. Um, so this will be fun, Eddie. Be fun. If, you. if you see, uh, well, if you see Kyle Smith starting right back, he doesn't go up as much. He's he'll sit back more. And if you see Juan, who's normally the starter, a Brazilian, then then you might see some more attacking down the right hand side. You, Kyle you, Smith you, got he, lucky. Kyle Smith was lucky last night. Yeah, 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 for sure. And you know, and I, I take it because, frankly, you know, we should have scored two other goals. I don't, you know, I don't care. Yeah, I, I definitely think we were the better team yesterday and deserved the win. So, um, so that goal being lucky, sure. But uh, all in all, if you, you watch, you know, you watch that game, it's hard to say Orlando didn't deserve the, the win, the I, way the chances we created. I agree, yeah. especially in the second half. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Anyhow. Well, overall, you know, I think we're going to see a good game. I don't know what no, we're going to go. Uh, I mean, I've never felt more confident in Sacramento actually showing a really uh, good performance on, on the final game. And I mean, just the fact that they made it to the final, I think that, you know, that they've done a lot to get there. And I, I think it's going to be till the very last second, you know, whatever the result is, it's going to be mm-hmm. one goal differential and it's going to be like at the until the very end. I mean, we're all going to be like stuck to our seats, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be something else, but um, absolutely, you guys should be proud, man. You guys, the whole you guys not going to MLS was ridiculous. You know, the the mm-hmm. guy back in, I have a friend in Sacramento, and he was like, "What happened?" He doesn't know that much, and I was like, "Ah, man, it's just terrible." So you guys have have earned the right to be respected. The way your your fans support, the way you, you know your team, the city takes it seriously. So. Oh, hopefully, if I if it was me, if I was a commissioner, I'd dump those nerds in Miami, put you guys in, but I'm not in charge. So. <laughs> <laughs> they really should, because they're not even doing good. And I'm just saying, I mean, that the, they're they've been a disappointment, I think, in their first couple of years. So absolutely, and they've been cheating. They've been cheating on top of it. Imagine cheating so, the system and then being terrible. Still, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Well, Eddie, we won't take up any more of your time. I know it. It's probably already about to rain, right? Or it's probably already raining. So, oh, it, yeah, it, it just rained. Well, it was raining when we started, actually. Right. I'm going to leave you with one thought. Oh, I see that picture. That's a good one. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Grim Reaper's coming for us, right? I, I forgot you beat San Jose. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I know when you mentioned two MLS teams earlier, I was like, uh, maybe you might technically be right because earthquakes almost seem like they're not an MLS, but I mean, they're oh, just real. lucky there's no pro rail. They would have been yeah, in League One been, probably at this point. They would have been the dumpster for years. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. So I, I forget about the quakes. I'm just like, oh, yeah. those are the guys who, who play near the 49ers. That's how I see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's them. Yeah, the stadium that's right next to the airport that people always wonder what's going on there. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. awesome well th- thank you so much eddie for uh being on the show tonight and like sharon said we'll definitely have to meet you uh sometime next week and you know take a picture and post it on the socials there but my best of luck and again as i always like to say as long as the ref doesn't actually help either side i think you know mm-hmm. that, that's all we ask for right is, is a clean match that has no 
no room for no drama or no like if there was VAR, this would have happened. Yeah, well, let's let's have a quick yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. The fact that we we got two VR decisions yesterday bodes well for you because historically we don't. So we, I, I think, I think we might have used up our VAR credit. So <laughs> there's a great picture of a, of a fan offering to pay the guy while he's looking at the video. Uh, I'll I send it that. to you. Yeah, you I saw, saw the video. Yeah. I saw the video when he was going. I was like, oh wait, what's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, us. I'm gonna. I'm going to reach to that guy and make sure he sits there again. But uh, so I, I, historically, we're not a team who gets like a ton of calls. So, yeah, where did the bet? If you guys win, it's going to be great. I feel like Orlando's been in a situation where if we win, oh, you beat a USL team. If you lose, you lost a USL team. But I don't care, man. Trophy's a trophy. So, oh, you know, yeah. it's kind of lose-lose for us. And you guys could be the, you know, the, this country loves underdogs and, and Rocky, and you guys could be to take down the you know big bad MLS, blah blah blah, right? So right, yeah, and, you guys will be three hundred thousand dollars and Concacaf. Come on, <laughs> yeah, there's, exactly. There's more, to, yeah, for absolutely for sure. This is this going to be seminal for both our clubs, depending on how it comes out. So yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. So yeah, it, it's a win-win for us. That that's how I view it too, right? Even if we don't win, it's a win-win if the team, you know. Gave it their all, which I, I know mm-hmm. they will. You know, it's it's a win for us already to, you know, the, they'll they'll make the trip worth it for us. And and it, it already is, honestly, right? Just the fact that yeah. we're here. We never thought we would be in Orlando in September watching our team play a final. So yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys should like I said, you guys should be proud. It's been well deserved. It hasn't been like you've been lucky into it. So so respect, you know, is there's no uh, lack of respect on our side. I don't think anyone's. I don't think anyone's taking you guys lightly. They should. And we're not overlooking Orlando. We know what you guys have. You know, we know you're on a form right now, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. Well, thank. Wednesday. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. It was a good time. So, oh. Luis, that was a fabulous interview. What did you think? I beat you to the punch. <laughs> you, you did. You did. <laughs> wow, that, that's a. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, well, I thought it was really great. I mean, again, thank you to Eddie for giving us recommendations for where to park and where to eat at. I know he said that he didn't know that many places, but hey, in reality, he actually did because he told us a lot of places there. I mean, I'm more excited to try the public subs now. I know I was before, but he described different ones and he just he vouches for them as well. So the hype is growing with public subs. So everyone listening yeah. you know go go I try one ultimate i want to i want to try the ultimate i'm sure it has everything on it right and i it I, should I, yeah. oh man <laughs> and he even said that the place where tvb is going to be he was like yeah that's cool and then right next door to it there's a place that has ceviche so Roro, if you're listening to this podcast just know that next next door to the um hairy buffalo is this excellent place that has ceviche <laughs> hey Thursday morning, there, there's always that, right? I don't know the team. Are they going to leave maybe later in the day? But Yeah, I, mean, I think it's later in the day. Yeah. So, hey, we can make a ceviche stop for sure. Yeah, I, I think I think we've got we got a plan for Thursday. <laughs> yeah, so. we got a plan for Thursday because I, I know we're, I'm not. I know Tina's leaving early, but I know I'm not. So I'll go with you and get some ceviche or whatnot. As long as I don't get sick on the plane ride home, that would be Oof. horrible, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, that would be. But... Uh, but yeah, so I'm glad that we have all that and that parking. We got different options. I think I'll probably park at the Geico parking lot, right? It's better to play it safe because if Sacramento wins, I don't think we want to walk too far. 
Right. Right. As much as we do, but we don't know how ratty it can be. Right. So it's almost like you want to take those precautions ahead of time. And only that, but if it rains, don't want to walk a mile in the rain. And he was like adamant, bring a poncho, bring a poncho, you know, you'll get at least a half hour rain. And Jared, I can't wait, you know, this new category that he suggest. well, he's made a suggestion of, you know, it's like, oh, it could, the game could be delayed X number of minutes. And it's like, ooh, Jared, Luis and Sharon might have another category for the pod dinner winner. I'll have to start thinking of that because uh, I have different predictions for that. It's been all over the place, right? I mean, yesterday it was two hours. I think it was mentioned before it was one hour. I think right. it was 30 minutes. Another, So it's been just a whole different amount of uh, delays. So, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm glad that we have another category to, yeah. <laughs> to add. So that means we have six categories now. I think if I'm not mistaken, or, if, or maybe it was just four that we had before. Was it five? Open know. Cup? I thought it was a little bit. We had more. I maybe we did have more. Yeah, let's, I'm trying to go back here on all the different three, four, four, oh, five. Now. Yeah, it was five. So this I is this number six. Wow. Six potential points. Pencil. I think he does everything in pencil and then he erases things and then changes it so that his <laughs> answers come out correctly because he knows we won't remember. Oh, wait. Oh, hi, Luis. I, I didn't know you were listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my pen isn't erasable. I know they sell some erasable pens, but it doesn't have any erasers. It's just the, the thing to... <laughs> so here's what I hope happens. I'm hoping Eddie reposts this this podcast so that people in Orlando can hear us and know a little bit about the Tower Bridge Battalion, know a little bit about us coming into Orlando, you know, where we're going to be sitting, which is all over the place because some of us went in and bought tickets wherever we could find them because we couldn't get through on the, you know, on the Vivo or whatever the, the site was called. <laughs> so we've got we've got fans all over and, you know, we're going to, some of us are going to be hanging out for a bit. So we can't wait to meet folks in Orlando and see what that feels like and see what the weather is going to be like and you know, have that whole experience. And yes, we'll bring ponchos and all that other. Um, but yeah, this is going to be great, Luis. We've, Eddie was great for us. I'm so glad you got him on. Yeah, uh, I'm glad he was able to to be on too. And I mean, we're excited to meet any other Orlando fan out there because at the end of the day, as, as I mentioned before, Orlando was a team that was born in the USL, right? The same Orlando City team, right? The Lion was a part of their logos. Sure, they had to change the logo for MLS, but they were in USL Pro, right? And you remember them well, Sharon, right? That first season, it should have been Orlando Sacramento in the final, right? But then Harrisburg surprised everyone, right? That final should have been Orlando too, right? So the ironies, right? But we got to play Harrisburg at home in our stadium. So that was great. Yeah, it was great. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just awesome to be able to play against another team that has ties to the USL. And that's why I've said it is finals technically like a USL final, right? Even though they're not in USL anymore, but hey, they were. So uh, it, it just makes it that much more special. And and again, they haven't won a trophy either, right? So it's it's not like we're playing against a team that has won multiple trophies. It's a team that hasn't. So right. it's going to feel special to the winner. And I think that's always great when you have first-time champions in whatever sport you're looking at. So Exactly. Exactly. This is great. It's unlike Kansas City. You know, they were used to winning Open Cup matches and then they they didn't get past us. So we're kind of <laughs> hopeful, you know, in this case that nobody can get past us. So you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, you you men of the squad, 
please take heed. I think we have a really good breakdown of the players and the plays that Orlando could possibly throw at us. So hopefully, you know, that could be part of the whole analysis that we can work into how we play our match. Although our plan is always our plan. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it could always change. It's a final game. So anything can happen there. Well, one last thing. Again, if anyone isn't following us on Instagram, remember, we're going to be doing our live shows. Follow us at State Republic 12. Whether you're listening to this before the Louisville game or after, uh, we thank you so much for listening. Uh, I know, as I mentioned earlier, and this could be the case for some people, y'all might be listening while you're on the plane right now to Orlando, or maybe you just arrived there and you're listening to this. And it's really great because, again, you have a lot of recommendations that were mentioned before, and you're just more hyped up for the game. We are here, right? It's less than a week left. And yeah, yeah, time is time is flying. We're going to be in Orlando in, in just a couple of days, Sharon. Oh, Luis, this is just amazing. Um, we will have a podcast following the Louisville City. Um, so stay tuned for that uh, analysis and that podcast after Louisville City. But then yeah, we'll go quiet for a second or two, only a second or two. And then <laughs> I think it is Monday. We'll turn right around and have possibly a live you know, experience. We'll see what we do on Monday. Um, definitely once we hit Orlando, it would be nice to have a little bit of an Instagram live um, when we get to Orlando and kind of like the weather. We'll do a weather report if nothing <laughs> else, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, here's my poncho. And then, <laughs> yeah. And then we'll get together on Tuesday and have um, another another situation. And then Wednesday, I believe we're having another live. So it's which we're hopefully give you the experience of, you know, being there if you're not there. Yeah, for anyone who, who is in there too. And uh, what we're planning on also having a friend of ours, uh, William, potentially also uh, joining our Instagram live, but via the watch party in downtown Sacramento. So we have both sides, right? You have the Sacramento side and us over there. So we want to do that. I know we did that uh, with the Galaxy game, right? You, you were at the stadium. William was at the watch party. Me and Jared were at our houses, but <laughs> we want to bring that. So we'll, we'll be doing that uh shortly too and uh, yeah it's too bad we don't have uh wilson isha anymore right otherwise he'd be really great doing the the weather for us in person that that would have been something else for him though <laughs> and i'm trying to think what time of day this will be in england if he could even be awake at that time of day but i don't think so because that's <laughs> it's like 6 a.m maybe um no it's gonna like mid-morning like 3 a.m so forget it. We won't be getting Wilson Nisha on. Although I think he'd be game if he was awake at that time. He would be so game to come in from north of England. Actually, we probably need to think about that, right? Because we're going to be three hours more than we are here. We'll have to look at the time. Like, who knows? Maybe. Well, yeah. You, you know, no. It's 3 a.m. It's like. Is, is it going to be? Because <laughs> if you think about it, it's a it's an eight or nine hour time difference. Um, and. The game locally will be at 4.30, right? And so you add eight or nine hours, and that's like, you know, middle of the night, 2 a.m. in England. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm like... Uh, California is eight hours from Orlando, the time difference for them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I just checked it out. So it'll start at 1 in the morning <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. When, when it happens. So, yeah. Well, yeah, there, there's that. But we're going to try and see if you could record a video. 
we, we could play a video on the town hall if he wants to do a video with <laughs> how funny would that be right well we'll, we'll see if he's if he's able to but if he's able to we'll definitely be playing it probably at the beginning so everyone um knows what the <laughs> what the forecast is right wilson style so that'd be so fun we'll see awesome no promises, no promises. it takes time to organize that sort of stuff and anyhow yeah well listen Luis. It's a, it's a wonderful evening. We had a wonderful time with our guest and I can't wait to get this podcast to have, well, sorry, you're the backbone. I can't wait for you to have this <laughs> podcast up and loaded and running and no bloopers this time. Yeah. No bloopers this time. But is it because Jared's not here? Like, I think Jared normally helps us get bloopers probably. <laughs> well, and I usually cuss and I didn't. You were I mean, close though. You're so close. I'm not beeping that because you, you kind of beeped yourself there, but yeah. <laughs> I would, yeah, self-regulating. <laughs> awesome. Well, th- thank you, Sharon. And as always, thank you to everyone for listening to us tonight. And we'll see you in a couple of days with our post-Louisville podcast. But for now, have a great morning or night. And we'll see you. Cue the music, Luis. <laughs>